my brothers, my sisters, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. For it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call and name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took his wife into his home. He had no relations with her until she bore a son, and he named him Jesus. The good news and the gospel of the Lord. I'm Deacon Joe Harrington, and uh, welcome. And on behalf of Father Tom, our pastor, Father Sinesha, and Father Mike, and the entire team here at the Collaborative Parishes of Resurrection in St. Paul, welcome. It's good to have you here. Now, you may be a regular face here, or a new face, or visiting here in Hingham, and maybe it's been a while since you've been here, but what matters to all of us is that you're here. And we're a more complete family this Christmas with you here. And we're here for you anytime you need us. In fact, we have open houses every Sunday here. So welcome, and welcome home. <laughs> it was the day after Halloween, November 1st, and I walked into Lowe's up at 3A in Weymouth, and there it was again. I saw it there last year, and I saw it again this year. Three six-foot lettuce, all shining in gold and lighted, and they were the letters J-O-Y. Why? <laughs> and Joy had a big price tag, $1,200. And it got marked down last Christmas, the week before Christmas, I almost bought it, Father Tom, but I don't know, J-O-Y. Six feet, I don't know. It got bought down to 800 bucks. And this year, it was still there. As you walk right in, priced at 800 bucks. I guess walked by it. I didn't buy it. Went to the paint department. Now let's fast forward to November 1st to last week. I don't know if you knew this, but there wasn't, I don't know if you found this Christmas was very busy. It just seemed like we ran out of time. Well, a little fun fact, first Advent, 
first Sunday in Advent and to today, six less days. And we kind of fast forward the fourth Sunday of Advent today right to Christmas Eve. So we didn't have a lot of time. So I didn't have a lot of time to buy a tree. So I bought a tree last Saturday. Four trees left. But 20% off. <laughs> and there it was. It wasn't at the front of the store. As I was walking by with my tree and rolling out the tree to put it on the car, J-O-Y was not lit. It was a little beat up. And it was in the corner. And there was a yellow clearance price tag of $300. As I drove home, I thought, how often in this time of year our joy is not always joyful. Everyone and every place around us, on TV, in the stores, everyone's feeling they're lit up with joy, right? But many of us could feel that our joy is unlit. It is in the corner. Sometimes it feels a little beat up. But here's the answer and here's the message of Christmas. Our real joy is the gift of Jesus. And the times that we feel that we're joyless, as our gospel from Matthew says tonight, God's with us. God is always with us. Emmanuel, God is with us. So I think if there's one thing that you remember tonight, it's only one thing. It's tonight. Jesus is our hope. And hope is everything. Hope is everything to us. I got a Christmas card from Matthew Kelly. He's a, and we're going to be giving you books as you leave uh, tonight at dynamiccatholics.com. And, and on the card it said, Our world sends us the messages of hope that hope is for fools. That don't hope because you won't, if you don't hope, you won't be disappointed. But hope is a good thing. And maybe hope is the best of things. Hope is one of those things that you can't buy, but that will be given freely to you if you ask. And hope is the one thing we cannot live without. And hope is a thing of beauty. It's so easy in this world, with all of our divisions among the sexes, among our ethnic people, among economic, I mean, this has been a year of division, right? It's easy to go to the negative, it's easy to go to the darkness, but our job is to choose hope, and it's choose to go to the positive, go towards the light, and it's a choice that we can make. Leonard Cohen, the singer-songwriter, says that there is a crack in everything, but that is how the light gets in. Think of someone this Christmas who might have a crack, who might have some brokenness, someone who might need the light to get in. So I want you to give just some thought of giving a Christmas gift to someone that's more valuable than anything that you can come up with. 
in the next day. It's going to be a gift that you give from deep within you. I want us to choose hope. I want us to share hope with someone who needs it. And start small. A text or an email sharing that you were at Christmas Eve and you were thinking about them. Because maybe the year hasn't been that good for them. Say that you prayed for them at Christmas Eve. And maybe go one step beyond a, a text or an email. Some people even write notes in these days. Maybe write a note with the gift that you're giving someone, but maybe go a little deeper in the thought of just writing your name on the card. So choose to share hope this Christmas. Because the joy that you give, that gesture of hope, will open cracks in people's lives that you might not ever know that you did when you let the light come in. I'd like us to just end with a prayer. With a prayer that will kind of slow us down and remember the real message of what Christmas is all about. It comes from Jim Martin, Father Jim Martin of American Magazine. And it's kind of like a love letter to God, but I think some of the things mentioned in this prayer may hit you. It may be something that will inspire you to let the cracks open up and let the light shine in. Dear God, I know that it is Christmas and I am supposed to focus on the birth of Jesus. But once again, Advent came and went and all I did was focus on so many other things. So this Christmas, let us remember and help me to remember a few simple things. Even if I'm stressed from all the travel and all the shopping and all the loneliness from a lack of friends and family and maybe sick, sick maybe from difficult illnesses or poor from the lack of work or a living wage. This Christmas helped me to remember a few simple things. Help me remember that when you came into this world, you could have in power and you could have exercised that power as a scholar, a soldier, a king, or an emperor. Instead, you came with no earthly power at all. You were powerless to me. I'd like you to repeat that. You were powerless to me. You were powerless to me. Help me remember that you could have entered the world as a wealthy family. There would be no need for you to be born to a young woman married to a simple carpenter who lived in a town so insignificant that one of your disciples would make a joke about it. But you chose only to enter as a poor family to toil many years as a laborer. You were poor for me. You were poor for me. You were poor for me. And help me remember that you spent most of your life in Nazareth, obscure, you were not well known. You did not set out 
to a big name, to make a big name for yourself. This is how simple and obscure and uninventful most of your life was. You were unknown for me. You were unknown for me. And help me remember that you became human. You took on a human body. That means that you experienced everything that anybody does. You had stomach aches and headaches and you got colds and flu and you experienced hunger and thirst and you grew weary at the end of the day. You were human for me. You were human for me. And you loved your friends. You loved your disciples. You loved your followers. You loved your family. And you extended it. You loved even your enemies and your persecutors. And you had a special love for anyone who was poor, sick, lovely, misunderstood, or marginalized in any way. And you loved children. And you loved children. You were love for me. You were love for me. And help me remember that you offered yourself without counting the cost. You preached the good news to the poor and healed the sick and shared the coming reign of God with everyone. You were everything for me. You were everything for me. And help me remember that Christmas is only the beginning of the story. Your rising on Easter Sunday revealed the same message that your angel told your mother when she announced that she was coming. Nothing is impossible with God. You are life for me. You are life for me. And dear God, I know that you don't always remember these things at Christmas. There are so many emotions swirling in my head at this time of year. But I want to remember them. And I trust that the desire to remember them is itself a good thing and comes from you. This Christmas, give me the gift of memory. And I will remember that you came and became love for me so that I can become love for others. So that I can become love for others. So that I can, may become hope for others. So that I may become hope for others and so that I may become hope for the world. And that I may become hope for the world. Amen. Amen.